Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello. Hey. Hello, everyone. Yes, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. Your weekly pop culture in quarantine pop culture podcast where we talk about um, things and being stuck inside and Britney quarantine watch and legends only. Yeah. 24 <laughs> seven chromatica watch too. 24 seven. Our mental health watch. Oh, isn't that fucking tea? Um, how are you? You know that Nicki Minaj meme where she's just touching her hair and it says, just smile and nod, y'all. Just smile and nod. <laughs> That's I how I that. am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought going to say that one. I was like, oh, what now? Well, that too. But we'll get into that a little later. Oh, yeah. We'll be discussing uh, her shortly. Yes, we will. Um, how has your quarantine been this week? Um... Fine. <laughs> like I All got right. a lot done and I don't, I tried oh, to, good. so I feel like every week is a year long. So yes. this past year week, I tried putting in more structure into everything and it helped a little bit. Nice. So I don't know, but it was really weird. Like yesterday was 90 degrees and humid. So it was like that feeling of, oh my God, let's go to the rooftop bar and get some Coronas. Yeah, I felt it hard over the weekend. Like the beginning of the weekend felt so like summer. Yeah, but then it was like, and out. Yep. I know. I've seen that the the bars in New York have started to do the takeaway, which just, I feel so bad for the bars. And it's so sad, the experience. But I hope people support it. But it's still like so sad to watch people like walk up to Rosemont and just like grab a Corona to go. Guess where I went? I know you went to our place. The Ritz. Miss Ritz. You know, we've been through a lot with the Ritz, and we're going to get through this, too. We're going to single-handedly fund it to keep it going. So (laughs) 
<laughs> I will Venmo you some money to make sure that you can buy some on my behalf. I mean, honestly, I'm going again. Like after we're done with this, I was going to stop by again because they're only open like two days now. Wow. And I was okay. Like, you know what? Yeah. I'll just swing by the neighborhood. What a weird world to also, imagine. Everyone, like by. everyone's drinking on the sidewalks now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Vegas. Wow. Oh my god. Don't remind me. But everyone's drinking uh, on the sidewalks and not wearing masks. So I'm like, what? Oh. Mm. And so they're all on top know. of each other? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Act the fool, girl. I'm here. <laughs> Act the fool. You know what? We're going to keep pushing through another week in quarantine. We hope everyone at home has been having a, um, a good time, if you can. Or yeah. a, you know, just getting through it. Um... What else has been going on? You know, as always, uh, I think we need to give a shout out to our Patreon Legends Only fans. Uh, we had a special special um, episode coming up soon, a deep dive um, that was actually in the works. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can 99.9% <laughs> confirm. And I feel like I shouldn't even say this because I'm probably jinxing myself, but we can record it next not next week, the week after that. So okay. it's coming. <laughs> there is, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be able to work part-time for one week. Excellent. So then I'll, so, instead I'll be doing this, but this is but, more fun. Right. So we're all going to have fun. So we're going to have fun. Uh, stay tuned for that. And we just want to give a huge shout out to everyone who is supporting us at patreon.com slash legends only. It has been invaluable and really, really motivating us to keep this going through the quarantine, which is no easy feat especially as the uh, news cycle winds down incredibly, uh, but we still somehow find things to talk about. Yeah. And um, with the prospects of things and how they're looking, um, who knows? Legends only might be uh, our only form of uh, employment. Right. That is actually not the realm of possibility. (laughs) Actually, no, I'm not, maybe I'll just keep that in because it's fucking tea because who knows what's going to happen. With it is. Who knows anymore? Everything. And also, it might be renamed locals only because... <laughs> right? We're both going to be locals. Right. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned. Honestly, this a dream podcast. at this point. Oh, totally a dream within a dream because I, I can't say that I dislike a little break from everything. However, I wish the world was still turning, but... I would love a backyard with a patio. Yeah. I'm so uh, jealous. Like, Lindsay has one, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I want to go sit on your patio and make s'mores. You know, And play in the hose and shake my ass. (laughs) It's coming soon. You know, like, use a grill? Yeah. Flip burgers on a grill and, like, hang outside with, like, honeysuckle on the fence. You know? I'm painting, like, this is, like, a local fantasy, right? It is. Everybody has one. Available now at Kohl's. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We'll have to see how things shake out the next year. But yeah. certainly sounds like you and I might actually be going local. Yeah, who knows? It's uh, not looking... Uh, what's the... I don't know. Prospects? Yeah, or, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. I'm not even going to say it because, you know, I last week I thought that bears hibernated in trees, which I've believed that my whole life. And I blame Winnie the Pooh and, like, all the fucking cartoons that used to do it. You know, so it's false. It's, it's false. The honey industry is planting these thoughts in our head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I guess we should just move on to the things that are. Ap- ap- uh, uh, 
things that are actually happening in this world. (laughs) Which is a perfect segue into... So our world is going through such hard times right now. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. I burnt my gym down. So... Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. One thing led to another and I burned it down. Stream and or purchase Glory so that we can get it on the Billboard Hot 200. Okay, so... Brittany, in what has been a 2020 to remember, Mm. is at it again this week. You know, I was convinced that she was going to go into hibernation with all the bears. All the bears. And, you know, just live her local fantasy in her mansion with her trees and her art. Nope. This week, I feel like, is the most active that it's been possibly of the year with her. Um, yeah, she's definitely fit and active and, and enjoying life. making impact on a show called SNL, Saturday Night, Saturday Saturday. Night Live. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if they came back and that was the... Oh, my God. If that... Live from at home. It's Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyone well, listening, we'll do it. Yeah. The SNL writers will hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Saturday Night Live, Miss um, Chloe Feynman, one of the newer cast members who is pretty known for her impressions. She did like a really good Marion Williamson before she got on the show and um, Meryl Streep. Well, she's been doing, you know, if you didn't know, SNL's doing sort of an at home edition of the show to get through this like everyone else. And she has been filming masterclass segments um, at home where she's taken on different characters. And this past week, she took on none other than the legendary Miss Britney Spears. I've been in quarantine for five years now, and that's okay because all my favorite stuff is here. Oops, I burned my gym down. So now I exercise outside. When I'm looking for a creative outlet, sometimes I'll paint, sometimes I'll pose. And I'm skinny as a needle. My loneliness is literally saving me. Ow. Oh, yeah. The thing that helps me most in quarantine is being rich. During this time of corona disease, we have to stay safe. My prayer is with you. I'm Britney Spears, and this is my master school. Masterclass, quarantine edition. I have to say. Okay. I feel two ways about this. One, okay, me too. <laughs> on one hand, you know I have a very good sense of humor. I love an impression, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. The impression was spot on. The mm-hmm. move, like she did her research. And so I respect that because I'm like, you didn't just do, like the oops, I did it again reference was kind of like dated, but everything else was so spot on from like the choker to the just the color of the clothes that she picked out to the yeah, yoga yeah. move. I'm like, okay, she kind of did that. Right. But on the flip side of it, I'm like, I just feel like, and it's worse on TikTok, but she's becoming Definitely. mocked again. Yes. And I'm like, okay, where is this coming? Like, I I don't know. I'm so, on the fence of like, I laughed, but then I'm kind of like, wait a minute. That's exactly how I feel because I feel like the same people who are having a conversation about whether or not she's okay or, and, you know, talking about mental health and all of those things and just generally her, her state of being right now will also endorse these impressions. And I'm sort of like, 
is this not mocking someone who may not be okay? Because I feel differently than I would like a Madonna impersonation because like Madonna is like so assuredly herself and all of that. And there's no like question about her state of being, whereas Britney's entire being is questioned continuously and mysterious and in recent times in recent times in the past two years. So I, I feel uncomfortable watching it. I also, I also feel like it's um, a little mean spirited. Uh, right. Because, because there's, a, there's a, there's like a tinge of it. Because at the end of the day, I think everyone agrees that she's like this sweet little angel who's like super humble and, and kind. So to even poke fun at her mannerisms right now for whatever reason is sort of like, uh, I don't love it. I just, I personally don't love the impressions. I don't love people when people send them to me. I'm just like, it's uncomfortable to me because I don't feel like, I don't feel like she's in on the joke. I don't feel like it's nice. That's, she's that's it. That's the, that's, Im- she's got a point. I don't think Britney is, is or would be in on this joke. And that's where I'm like, oh, okay. Like I can objectively be like, that is such a good impression. And like, you really did that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think who you're making the impression of would think that was funny, which that's important. And she's been so vocal lately about, she keeps writing these captions about haters and yes. smiling for my haters. And I'm like, I feel like that's probably in some part due to these impressions. Um, people and they are worse on TikTok, appearance. by the way. They're way worse on TikTok, yeah. People are yeah. way worse on TikTok and way meaner. She has said multiple times, like, excuse the makeup or like, my face looks bad and stuff. So to like really really go in on the mascara and all of that stuff is just kind of like, it feels a little mean to me and it just makes me uncomfortable. I just, it's just different than I I guess like an impression of, of another pop star. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too sensitive. I'm probably whatever, but no. So every time it happens, I'm always like, you know, cause I remember posted something and was like, Oh my God, this is so funny. Right. Then I'd be like, okay, this is epic. Right. I'm trying to think of like funny. There were definitely back in the day, day, there were funny like Mad TV and SNL impressions that were like goofy. And and she iconically mocked herself on SNL with the moving boobs. Yes, true. I just don't necessarily know if this is the same. And so it just makes me a little uncomfy. But I will say that Chloe's felt the closest to like an accurate representation for better or worse of like Britney in 2020. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... It was good. And at the end of the day, I mean, iconic, relevant legend, even in 2020 yes. when she doesn't want to be. So it's true. I mean, we've she, said it here before. Came out of their mouths. <laughs> Literally. I'm like, she's the only celebrity that's going to not the only one, but like one of the only ones that's going to make it through this quarantine as like not looking like a narcissistic douchebag. So Right. Keep talking about her. She's an icon. She's a legend. We're going to keep talking about her here. We still have more points that we have to talk about. (laughs) That's true. So at the end of the day, she's unbothered. And yeah. She's smiling for the haters. Yeah, she is. Which was another (laughs) post that she did. Um, Speaking of posts and theories, because, you know, um, we can't not talk about her. She posted promoing Sam's workouts at home. Mm-hmm. which also adds to my theory that she is on TikTok because she posted this on TikTok. It has Rose's Iman Beck remix properly in the app. So I'm like, she used the app. She saved it. Theory. Oh, yeah. More more confirmation of my theory, I feel like. 
And I feel like also confirmation that she is watching TikToks and knowing the most popular songs because that's obviously like one of the biggest songs on there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she's, she's editing the videos the herself on TikTok. Oh my God, I know. Right? I think she, I mean, ugh, I just want to like sit on her couch, her little tiny couch, since I'm skinny now, I'd fit on it. In the corner, just be like, do you need help editing that? Or, yeah. <laughs> like, do you want me to record you doing Savage? I actually feel like she's doing it herself because that's why we get the mystery delete then the upload with the vintage filter. She probably like makes multiple versions and can't decide. Right. Which is like relatable. Totally. Um, I think it is her though. I do. I wanted to do the savage dance or say so. I know. I feel like we're inching closer to just full on like Charlie D'Amelio move over. Brittany is doing this again. (laughs) It's all starting on TikTok. Literally, I'm like, why are you not like showing up these girls? I know. Someone's got to tell her. I would love for her to see the new girls, like, and not to say that they're even dancers. I think Charlie actually is a dancer. What new girls that are dancing? Right. But where? To see the little TikTok dances and just, if you showed off the oops moves for the 20th anniversary, like you could do the chorus and that would be such a cute moment. Well, the night is still young, isn't it? It's true. Watch tomorrow be uploaded, knowing how we speak right. things into existence. Tomorrow she'll do Savage and an Oops dance, and she'll post 10 times on Instagram, and we'll have to cut all of this out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready for it. <laughs> um, speaking of songs and posts, she also did... She shouted out... Now, I don't know how to say this name. Is it oh, Chanel or Channel? I Channel Trace. Channel Trace, Okay. Maybe not. I've never said it out or heard it said out loud. I was going to say Chanel Trez, but like that's probably wrong. So Chanel, um, just say B I C T H. So the song is called Controller, and she shouted out the artist and the song on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I just thought the lyrics were interesting. They're Your Body is a Game, Fuck Lames, Fuck the Fame. I am the controller. Interesting. Oh. You know, not that we should dive too deep into everything, but with Britney, there's always... We love to do it. <laughs> because like yeah, we no, know, know everything is a choice for a reason, usually, with her. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, she was really um, excited about it. Right? She, two posts. Uh, humble to a fault. You know, she just is fully unaware of her iconic status sometimes and she's like he commented saying thank you for playing his song on my last video the coolest man in the music business knows me holy crap i felt cool but also embarrassed because the so- the video wasn't that great i was just bored and liked the song please keep making more songs like that such an innocent humble dare i say like kind of local queen yeah yeah like um it's just she isn't she either doesn't embrace or does will never fully ex- like accept that she is icon status. No, she will never and accept it. I on will. one hand, it's refreshing, and on the other, it's annoying because it's like, please, you know, right. we have so many queens of pop who are, if anything, like over the top thirsty, and then you have the complete opposite of this girl who just refuses to accept that she like changed culture forever. <laughs> but you know what? Doesn't that add to like the fun of the contrast a little bit? It totally does. It's like my whole... one and two is like Brittany and Christina, and they're so polar opposite in their ego. Exactly. And I, I say that as and a compliment. That. Oh, completely. You know, it's the Brittany on stage versus Brittany Jean in real life. Versus whoever sang Brittany Jean, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, it's her against that music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of past albums, we do have a, a milestone to celebrate. We do. Because she did sort of 
I mean, kind of ish. It was like a pre-made yeah. video, but you know, it was we'll take but it. I definitely, we'll take it. It's um, the twentieth anniversary of Oops. 2000, May 16, 2000. And we got uh, acknowledgement from her, which is always nice. A little pre-made video with an old interview right before the album was going to come out. And a sweet little message about how she felt right before the album was going to drop. little caption there. I thought it was a very cute little thing to do. All of my expectations were exceeded. And it's all thanks to you folks. Thanks for sticking with me and growing with me. I am one lucky girl. Winky face. Which is, you know, a reference. Oh, is it? To, to, <laughs> to Lucky? Oh, you know, I feel like... Oh, my dog doesn't like that song. Uh, <laughs> Justice for Where Are You Now? Justice for Where Are You Now? Yeah, um, you know, I was thinking back... Oh, I didn't even notice this. Sam Asghari posted a uh, comment. One word, inspiring. Wow. I felt that. Um, <laughs> isn't he only like, isn't he younger I than Oops, like I Did It Again born. at this point? Like, the album was out. And he were was you even born yet? Born yet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it brought us back. Obviously, if you'd like to hear all of our thoughts about the album, we do have a, another podcast uh, where we literally spent a whole episode talking about it. Hmm. What a concept. Um, well, I will <laughs> say, the what's so crazy about this is that one, I can't believe it's been 20 years since Oops. Yeah, ancient. We are old. This October will be two years since we launched Britney Podcast, which is insane wow. to think about. That is insane. And that was all 20 years for Baby. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like she did more for this than th- she did for Baby, which was cool to see. Yes, I think I think so. Um, I think this was, they had a little plan, Get Naked, to launch the 20th anniversary merch a little better. And they had, I guess they had time on their hands because they're not doing anything to prepare this. Maybe seeing all the dust getting kicked up about the glory, number one, inspired them to try a little harder. Which we Uh, all know they are not known to do. (laughs) No. So instead we got, um, we get a new merch set, which uh, they did their best. Um, We have a robe. um, I don't understand the robe. The robe, I want to say that's like lucky... Ask? No, it's not. I mean, it doesn't look like it, but no. I'm, as I said in our group chat, I wish they did the lucky mirror. Just the exact same mirror. That would have been cool. But she's got a point. Like a Jeffree Star mirror. <laughs> um, People would have bought then, that. Oh, for sure. And then what was it? Like little, not wine glasses, but kind of, right? There were champagne like, flutes. Champagne flutes, which, which is like, Girl, she was sober. 18. Yeah, sober. And she was a baby recording this. Like, come on. Weird. And the and the music is teen pop, so it's also weird. Yeah, don't understand that choice. But I will say I do like the vintage tour tee that they reprinted. Definitely love that. The door sign is cute for don't go knocking on my door. I Which see you don't have to worry doing. about because no one's going anywhere. So <laughs> Don't come over. What, right, so your seamless guy this. is going to show up and you're going to have this don't go knocking on my door sign on your door? <laughs> Maybe it's good for quarantine. Just have it on your oh, front, that's true. front door. <laughs> <laughs> Stay six feet away from my door. Don't knock I, it. You know, <laughs> I definitely love any reference to a song that isn't a single, so props to them for that. But this is decent for a 20-year. Obviously, I would have preferred we are getting that Record Store Day vinyl, but I would have loved 
some demo, some scratch vocal. Like, right. can't you give us a little morsel of something new? And pretending that the B-sides are rare is crazy. We all have yeah, grown no, we them. We all here. know them. Yeah. So I ordered the cassette. I mean, that's really cute. I saw that. Guess when it says it's shipping? <laughs> December. No. Eight, when? Like 8 14. Oh. And which month <laughs> is 8? Six is June, seven is July, eight is August. Okay, there we go. August. That's like your All I Want for Christmas signed single. I got them. Right, but they didn't they come like last week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's fine. You know, I don't. I won't really fault them for that because God knows what the production line is like right now. But, right, true, true, true. Um, but like, just put know. out a new single. Just, you know, put something on streaming. Like an MP3, right. don't gotta ship it, just gotta click oh, upload. Well, what they did do for new content, the press release that went out for the vinyl reissues casually had, um, you know, download press photos. And two of them we've never seen before, or at least not in that quality. It was her on the, the bed of flowers making a silly face or like an oops face. And then her sort of laying on the, the ground, very beautiful, like inside shot. Yeah, I have not seen those. Until yeah, now. so I think they either they just casually dropped like higher quality outtakes for press use, which is good. She should probably post them herself. I but... want ones from the Britney photo shoot. Oh, yes. I mean, obviously. Hopefully with that, <laughs> I mean, at this point, what we're going to do is 20th anniversary reissues for everything, I'm we're sure. We're not going to make it to the next album. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I that was really that just like flew out of my mouth and I didn't mean to like. <laughs> well, if I'm we joking. do, yeah, it was a joke for legal purposes. <laughs> well, actually, no, wasn't that would be next year, right? Yes, next year is twenty years of slave for you. Yeah, two thousand one. Oh my god, I want to jump out oh. my fucking window. Jesus. Yeah, we are 20 years since Slave for You. Oh my God. 20 years of stands yelling at people to watch the Slave VMAs and saying no one can compare or compete. 20 years of that. Well, you know, a valid point to make. It's just been going on for 20 years. Oh my God. Speaking of the VMAs, um, we have our iconic 2000 performance, which, you know, sometimes gets overshadowed by the 2001 visually just iconography wise but the 2000 the official transformation into a you know i'm not a little girl anymore performance is now in hd yes mtv uploaded it it is so much better looking than what i have been looking at for the past 20 years i'm so glad they decided to wait 20 years to finally do that right (laughs) and i'm so happy to be here yeah it means (laughs) so much to me (laughs) Um, better late than never. So yeah. if you've seen it or you want to see it in probably higher def than you've ever seen it. That would have been a good mix to put on a B-side like streaming release, like the VMA's studio mix. Live mix. Uh, yeah. With like satisfaction into the dance break and the whole shebang. So many ideas, Larry. <sighs> Fireworks, Larry. Yep. It's true, though. They put the live Hollywood mix um, with Madonna and Missy on an EP Mm -hmm. uh, in 2003. And that is like the best quality. And every time I listen to it, it's like instant nostalgia. But I love a studio mix. Love a studio mix. I need the Billboard medley. Yeah. The Stronger Rock remix. Oh, yeah. 
A's for sure. There's a whole album there. There is. A concept. That's that's a concept. B10. <laughs> B10, live performances from 20 years ago. Yeah, remixed again, <laughs> reimagined again, and still iconic. <laughs> you know, you never know. I feel like the glory number one really kicked up, as I said, a lot of attention. And you never know what they might try to repackage. You know, the 20th, oops, there's a lot of free time. Let's just pray that they go back into the vaults and do some things like, well, you have stuff like should just do something reference. (laughs) (laughs) The moral of the story is just do something. Why don't you do something? I mean, really though, like nobody's getting into a studio, but clearly you have vaults. So I don't think it would be a bad idea to unleash the vaults a little bit. Agreed. Well, I guess we'll have to see. Ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of trouble, trouble, trouble. You had an incredible album cover sitting there for four years. God only knows what else you have. Right? God, let's not get mad again. Anyway, that's for a different conversation (laughs) on a different podcast. We won't bore you anymore. For those of you who are like, are they done yet? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll put a timestamp in our episodes where we can be like, if you don't want to hear about Britney, start here. And it starts at like the 59 minute mark. Yeah, honestly, well, it's like over 30 at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? Well, there are other queens of pop out there. And there they have are. been making some moves. Yes. Um, a lot more at home quarantine content this week to discuss before we get into new music. So we have a little bit of an eclectic mix of moments. Speaking we do. of moments, queen of moments. Mariah Carey. Now, this feels like it was a year ago. Was it last week? It was last week. It was, but I agree with you. I can't believe this was this past week. Right? Because otherwise I wouldn't have put it in here. But anyway, Mariah Carey, (laughs) who has an at-home studio with good lighting and a good camera that is on her good side, performed Make It Happen live in her, like, studio closet for the telethon that was, um, what was that one called? Robin Hood? Yes, that. Which isn't For Robin that... Hood NYC. Isn't that like an app? Uh, the Robin Hood Relief Benefit to raise funds for NYCers hit hardest by COVID. Okay. I thought it was... I didn't know if it... I it thought might Robin be an Hood app. was like that money-saving app. Yeah, no, it might be. But anyway, she did it for that. She said, rise up, New York. We will get through this together. And did you see the photos of her on her, um, like, roof deck with the bandana, like, oh, clapping? Oh, yes. Iconic. Yes. She's the only celebrity who has done a clapping video that I think is good because that Priyanka one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just like empty, looking into the distance. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Uh, I just picture that Nicole Kidman long fingers gif yes. of her clap. It's <laughs> literally that. <laughs> also, I think it's really cool that Mariah has hunkered down here in New York. Oh, totally. And that's, I think, why the clapping video also works is because you heard, like, New York erupting and applause. So it, she was part of it. It's not like some of these celebrities where they're just empty clapping to nothing. And it feels right to their so backyard. Weird. Right. It's like she's part of the moment. So there's nothing wrong with that. Imagine just looking out and seeing Mariah Carey, like, on her roof deck <laughs> clapping in a bandana mask. Oh, my God. Perform the roof. You're yeah. literally on it. <laughs> Give us emotions. (laughs) And she just like takes a mic and an amp outside and just sang to New York. Oh my God, I would fucking faint. 
I love that. That makes her a little more relatable, which is, you know, for being the alleged like diva that she is, it feels very, um, she's in this together with everyone. So that's cool. She's always been like very New York City. Yes. Like, even so we she goes stand. to Aspen and like these other places, like she's, she's hunkered down here. We yeah. have to stand. We do. She's making it happen. She sure is. Now, another celebrity who had quite a musical moment this past week, but it was not in New York, but you clued me into this, so I tuned in, although, you know, he's a mutual fave, and he is not a queen of pop. We don't stand men, but we do stand this one. This is Cascade, when we have our EDM moments. He played a live set over the Grand Canyon, and when you when I saw that, I was like, oh, he played at the Grand Canyon, but I didn't realize he played over it. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that like a tourist thing? That place is a tourist thing. It's like the Skywalk, and it's kind of like um, oh. those bridges and shit that you can like go on. And that would I could not imagine just standing there playing music for two hours. I'd be so scared. Right? I oh. did the stratosphere. One time was like dipping his toe in one of the cracks of it. I was like, don't it, do that. Nope. I did the stratosphere in Vegas once, and I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Yeah, I don't see the appeal. I mean, visually, yes, that looked phenomenal. But like for me personally, I I don't need to stand on a translucent walkway over the Grand Canyon. I can safely stand on a rock with Brittany doing I'm Not a Girl yeah, just right. fine. <laughs> like where was she? Was she just off camera? Just like pondering life? Oh, she was sitting on the rock in the distance watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he performed a DJ set on the skywalk they had lights the whole drones Ugh, so cool sunset perfect timing and i will say because next week is my birthday and we were supposed it to is. go see cascade here in new york and it was like my big thing we were i was very ups- i have been very upset about it all getting canceled so this is like the substitute for it and it was so fucking good and it's like 2 hours long and the set list is phenomenal. He did so many of his old songs. Ugh. I've already watched it, it three really times. It was really good. It was really good. Yeah, and if Got you're not into work. EDM... You might still is, be into this. Yeah, this is like, you could put this on by the pool while you're working, cleaning, just hanging out. It's not... Like, Martin Garrix is also really good, and he's been doing some really good stuff um, at home, like on rooftops and on boats and shit. Yeah. But Martin Garrix is a little, like, more... Uh, it's a little harder and more trancey slash like whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Cascade is more emotional female vocals, and that's why mm-hmm. I stand. Yeah, he did Cold as Stone. <sighs> so good. Fire in Your New Shoes. I was like, <gasps> bitch, that's a throwback. Dragonette. <sighs> Ugh, so good. But, you know, and I will say like for this whole quarantine future, whatever world that we're moving towards, the fact that they were able to pull this off just from like a technical standpoint is it's crazy yeah they used drones they were the people that were there were like distanced it was very obviously deserted it was the grand canyon but it was still no audience so technologically like advanced Mm -hmm. very cool yeah we have to say i feel i my stance is that drag queens and djs are doing the best of everyone as far as entertainers on live streams like I, i just think they're being so innovative oh a thousand percent very cool to watch people, you know, take a bad situation and do the best they can. Yeah, YouTubers, Twitch streamers, DJ sets. I feel like they're killing it. Completely. Now, there was um, 
another legend, and we just talked about her briefly, very briefly, who also is killing it on the charts. And we have a big, big milestone to celebrate very soon. We sure uh, do. We to talk about the one, the only, Legentina Godulera. Christina's not myself tonight, and also a few other. Candyman was up there. You lost me. Uh, you lost me. Uh, slayed the iTunes video charts. And she celebrated that with a little post. The fighters got her videos up to the top of the charts. If you haven't been following along for the journey, pop stars and their fans have inexplicably used the quarantine to rocket old albums up to the top of the charts, which I'm not complaining. Justice for Glory. Justice for Glory. And now Justice for Bionic is much needed. I have so much to say about Bionic. I know T. Kyle does too. Mm-hmm. And we June will be 4th, doing 10 year anniversary. Be doing a 10-year retrospective of the impact and ahead of its timeness of Bionic. And we have um, had this one in the books for oh yeah over a year. I feel like we, much- we wrote this into our calendar <laughs> when did. we started Britney Podcast like I was gonna say, a year and a half we're ago. Like, oh, we have to do this. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, oh, what are like upcoming things? And I was like, up oh, in 2020, 10 years of Bionic. <laughs> it's the only thing I'll remember. We were all so happy that day. It's, it's actually hard to even imagine how terrible things would soon become. Us on the day of Bionic's release. <laughs> God, now what makes me think that she's got something planned is she wrote, number one on iTunes, love you guys, and loading dot 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 Bionic's 10-year anniversary. Something's happening. Loading. Something's happening. I'm ready for it. No, totally should, ready for uh, it. Let's put this into the universe. Let's manifest it. Since everything's okay. awful, maybe we can make this happen. Um, okay. We're going to do 10 years of Bionic, and we will tweet about it and like do all this stuff, and we will try and get a fave from Christina Aguilera. Uh, not, well, not a, it's not anything. called a fave anymore. It's called a like now. You know what? Do I want to shoot a little more ambitious. Um, I just want a kiss emoji from her. Okay. Just we a can... bionic lip emoji from her. Okay. I think that's possibly doable. I think it could happen. Um, hey, Lindsay Lohan followed me last week. We interviewed Heidi Montag. This is just the next step, is a kiss emoji from Legentina. From, uh... <laughs> you know I'm what? Leave it a Latin spin. <laughs> Quarantina. Next up is a kiss emoji from Legentina. From Legendina. We can make it happen. Make it happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. I feel like she'll probably do merch and shout out something and do like a vinyl or something. I feel like. Yeah, no, I think so. I think she definitely honors her legacy uh, in a big way. And I think we'll get something out of this. I, I think there's something brewing with the whole justice for Bionic thing. Obviously, there was so much drama when it was released. And... I have so much to say about that. Oh, yeah. The fighter will jump out. The fighter's jumping out. Um, For everyone in the past recent years who thinks that I don't like Christina, just you fucking wait. I am ready to scream justice for Bionic. I'm so ready for it. I'm excited. So we're going to definitely have that. Stay tuned for that. And we also have a 10-year of another album, which I don't think we're going to do right away, but I think we should do this year at some point. And that was the 10-year anniversary of Flesh Tone by Khalees, which we reference constantly on the pod. But we never have done the deep dive, but I think we will this year. I think because that album, I was looking, it like debuted at like number 48. Yeah, it flopped. 
it completely flopped. 7,000 copies sold or something. And it's still like probably the best album of 2010, aside from Kylie's Aphrodite and Robin's Body Talk. And, and I Bionic. Think, and Bionic, obviously. And I think we definitely need to do it some justice too. It's also so, such a good summer record. Like I feel like back in the day when I used to do Fire Island and everything, I would always throw Flesh Tone on all the playlists and everyone loved it. It just... Everyone's it, like, what no is this? Skips. Who is this? I'm like... Uh, she doesn't miss no skips club other club acapella fourth of july it's just it's she's perfect she's an icon but she's not somebody that you think about all the time <laughs> exactly so stay tuned for that um if you've never been because i really feel like there were uh, at least several comments when i did my little like 10 year post that were like oh i'll check this out i'm like oh my god you don't even know so we gotta let we the girls to, know no, gotta let the people especially know. as everything calms down yeah we're yeah. thinking about doing more retrospective moments through the summer. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, the girls will be by their pools. Yeah. I'm jealous in their backyards. I know with their grills and their it pools. Will calm down. Eventually, you know, I think a lot of artists are a little afraid to throw out music because we can't go out and celebrate it. Yeah. And it's like, will that music exist at the clubs when they do reopen or do we just uh, skip over everything? That's also an interesting concept is, We'll do as hallucinate and everything be even playing at the club in two years or if you're DJing it well. If I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but like, mm, yep, yeah. <laughs> at the Mew Mew's DJ night, it will. But who knows though? I it's so interesting to think that like people will be like making up for two years of music at the club, or will they just be doing the latest songs? I don't know. We'll be making up for it. We will. If we could scream justice for glory for four years, I think we can do justice for Dua. Yeah, we definitely can. And speaking of justice, it's just been a justice-filled week. And perhaps, (laughs) you know, this time of year, this time of quarantine has, I don't know, stirred up a lot of feelings about righting wrongs and giving credit where it's due. But (sighs) Miss Necky Manage, Miss... Nicki Minaj, as you know, we often reference a cartoon on YouTube called Nicki Minaj. So that's why we say that. Uh, but some people think that we just say that for clarity. Yes, if you are looking for something cartoon. to do during quarantine, another recommendation, the Nicki Minaj show on YouTube. There are three seasons? Yes, I want to say there are three seasons. And just for clarity, it is spelled N-E-K-C-I-M-E-N-I-J. Yes, and that is where Rena, Xteen, Brinty, Bobby, all of our everything comes from that. It is Stan culture in a cartoon. Yeah. You will either get it or you won't, but if you get it, you will be so entertained. There's a bionic house. (laughs) Right. So getting back to Miss Nikki, this week, thanks to the Say So remix we discussed last week, she earned shockingly her first number one ever on the hot 100 after i believe 109 entries now this ties back to something we reference pretty much every episode which is mariah's iconic diss during american idol when she was judging with nikki again back to the billboard hot 100 number one song which you just performed which is difficult to get not everybody has that difficult to get not everybody has that because at the time nikki did not have a number one such an iconic Line. It will forever, you know, that will be eternal. I got dragged by the barbs like last year because I just used it. Yeah, you. I was like, I didn't even say anything. You literally just used the gif, but they interpreted that as a Nikki attack. 
because of its original intention, but it, you weren't meaning it to be about Nikki, but you got dragged anyway. Yep. The, truly, that's fan culture summed up. But anyway, as an early adopter Barb who has videos that will never come out of me performing songs from Nick's Tape Minaj era in my college dorm, Cassie's Fuck You Silly Forever, I just feel like this is long overdue that she finally got a number one. Like, considering... Cardi like knocked out a number one the second she stepped out. It's like Nikki deserves her flowers more more than deserves. So I'm happy about it. <laughs> Your silence. Well, all right. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> God. Well, anyway, I, I'm I'm biting ecstatic. my. I, should I just say it? Okay, go ahead. It's not her song. Oh, no. So, so, like, I get it, but I'm also, like, that's not your... You jumped on a song that was popular. Yeah, no, 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 no. I... This is, like... To me, this is purely, like, very long overdue yes. recognition that has nothing to do with her and this song. It's just, like, yeah. No, I totally agree with you. This is... And of as but far like, as her... Automatic should have so, gone number one. Vava Voom should have been number one. Starship should have been number one. Freedom like, should have gone number out, one. Roman Holiday should have gone number one. I was saying like good form and Roman holiday and all these songs that people use endlessly in fan cams and viral memes. She's taken over the internet anaconda so many times. It's like, of course she deserves one by now. This song isn't the reason it's more like she just earns it by now. But I wonder if TikTok was around earlier, if it would have helped out. I think so. Because so many of these internet number ones come from TikTok. Absolutely. Like the charts feel- right now are literally like the top 10 are all popular songs on TikTok. Yeah, no, if you're like The Box, Say So, we joke about like Roses, TikTok and stuff, but like literally it is defining the charts right now and it's also defining like youth culture as far as what's popular. Mm-hmm. The music selections and it's unfortunate because Nikki's songs have always been everywhere on videos on Twitter and stuff, but you can't that doesn't translate the same as far as like people looking up the song and stuff like the fan cams set to good form. Like everybody did that of like red carpet moments of their fave, but she didn't really get that recognition for it. So all in all, I, I feel very strongly it's a justice for Nikki thing and not so much the song because that's not even her by far her best verse like that. Oh, it's just no. Kind of like, it's just fine. But I mean, obviously her best rap ever is on the Till the World Ends remix. Right, she peaked there, obviously. But... I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, but, no, it know. is good, but... No, it is. It's very, like, people still remember it. And also, there's just so long overdue justice, like the monster verse that Adele did during Carpool Karaoke, that it's cultural. People know these Nikki verses, and yet she never got her flowers. So she deserves it. So anyway, I'm getting off of my pedestal now, but I'm happy for Nikki, and I hope that... There's more music coming, even though maybe she's retired, but we'll see. We should do... Um, <laughs> I don't blame her. A Nikki Menage uh, reference here, Pink Fronde. Pink Fronde, right. <laughs> Which, by the way, I still, to this day, will never say it otherwise. Like, I'm always like, oh my God, Pink Fronde, Roman Reloaded. That commercial, commercial, that cartoon really ruined our... Everything. ...of everything. And by ruined, I mean made our lives yes. so entertaining. <laughs> um. Oh, do you remember the one episode where they're in Vegas and Eckstein says something to Brinty about her Bobby? <laughs> yes, I do, so but it's so good. And anyway, check it face. out. The bionic face is so good. The the cartoon of it. Oh my god. Anyway, shout out to Neki. And finally, 
at the very, very end of the weekend, uh, we got a cover drop from Miss Stephanie Germanata. My oh, Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> and Ariana Grande for Rain on Me, coming out on, is your birthday, right? Yeah. So nice of our Stephanie to drop something so on your birthday. Nice of my Stephanie. <laughs> Only the second most iconic thing to happen that day. Right. <laughs> I will say, somebody pointed out that the artwork for this era is, looks like a PlayStation game, and now I can't unsee it. And someone photoshopped it. Yeah, and it really does look like it. And I don't think that's a diss either. I'm into that aesthetic. Yeah, it's like very 2000s retro. Yeah, video game retro. I'm into it. And she's a gamer. She plays games. So this is probably intentional. It looks kind of like um, Mortal Kombat, like GoldenEye-ish. Very that. Um, There was such a good GoldenEye, not GoldenEye, James Bond game for the PlayStation 2. Oh, I don't remember that that one. That had such a good multiplayer on it. Oh, what was it called? Something like Fire. Rain of Fire. And like there was this, you would go to the loading screen and this girl with like big tits and like a ponytail would like drop from the sky and she'd like flip to the left and she'd flip to the right with her gun. And someone out there will know, literally. Like she just drops from the sky like that drag queen video where she does a split and then it's like, uh, uh, with her tits, uh, if anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, I can't remember. Is it Crossfire or Cross Maybe. something? Oh, that anyway. sounds right, though. Yeah. But anyway. Chromatica. Chromatica. Coming soon. So the week before Chromatica drops, we're getting Rain on Me with Ariana. Ariana, I got backlash for even just casually saying it to my friend, but, like, she has a brand. Like, she is not going to... Even with a Lady Gaga collab, she's still giving high pony, high boot, like, her look. Like, she... I thought maybe she'd get a little weird with her look. She even made her post black and white. Yeah. (laughs) She took the cover and made it black and white and like fuzzy and like gray. I'm like, okay, got it. She has a brand and aesthetic and she does not deviate from it, which on one hand I respect and on the other, I'm so hungry for like a surprise, but I guess it's kind of, you know, she's like a Pokemon. We don't need any more surprises this year. (laughs) If she puts her hair down, it's going to be a mess. So we don't need to know. No more surprises. Um, hoping this is a banger. Little bits and pieces of it have already leaked. Um, it sounds very like two divas banger, like enough is enough, no more tears. So I think this could be a real big moment for them. It better be I'm good really... because I will say the gays have been hyping this like crazy. Not me, they have but been. everyone else. Oh so I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to see. <laughs> you guys know I've been loving this era i have been standing stupid love so i'm not gonna buy into the hype and if it leaks i'm gonna wait because i don't know i just feel like i've been enjoying things more i'm glad to hear that that is a relief i've been ignoring hype i've been ignoring leaks i'm like let me just have my moment and i think i hope i pray they will deliver and give us something you know we talked a little bit about the fashion of her love on that single art i guess it's probably a good time to oh did someone say fashion hi fashion <laughs> so guys this is awesome this is a billboard this is super high fashion oh my god that's so high fashion so high fashion okay so uh, my pick for the week which and i kind of think it's my pick for the week too it's definitely something that needs to be discussed it needs to be discussed and i posted this on my instagram story james charles instant influencer finale which we'll discuss briefly at the end of this episode because I know that probably 97% of you don't want anything to do with this show or care. 
<laughs> but to the three percent of you who do, disagree. we will talk about it. <laughs> so James, first the the beginning outfit was also funny to me, like the wasted like skirt, absolutely dress. But the finale look was this the orange neon look. orange blazer with a ball gown orange tulle skirt. Yes. That's called yes. tulle, right? Mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah. I've watched Project Runway a couple seasons. Yeah, we know. We, we have a segment about fashion. We know. Mm-hmm. And the matching eye, full neon orange moment. I just screamed at my computer because it was so unexpected. It was just like he was standing right there in like a full ball gown yeah. blazer. Ball gown blazer. Yep. Very uh, that. You know what? That was a that was a look. It sure was. High fashion. Yep. I was like, oh, that's it for the week. Absolutely. Fenty and... beauty shaking. <laughs> and I guess that probably was my, that definitely um, stole my attention. My only other thing I guess would be Miss Tanache has a video with Zoo, uh, a new song actually called Only. and So good. She, yes. And she posted two images, like high def. She's very quarantine chic. I think this is a very, this is going to be what the, the girls are looking like. High fashion, mask, very fierce look, and totally fitting for the times. So once again, another Tanache slay. <laughs> I'm going to get Cancel myself. I see you did there, but yeah, it was. It's a strong look, and I feel that she's a bit thriving in quarantine. I think she's been having some good photo shoots and videos, and now this song. So, give it up for her. Give it up for Tanasha. Tanasha, yes, uh, an iconic quote from our queen. Oh gosh, yes. Yeah, speaking of the glory era, that was one of the moments to come from it. <laughs> but, uh, um, but. Speaking of uh, new Tanache, I guess we can wander on over into new music. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Love this song. Do you? Well, I it depends which opinions. one we're about to talk about. <laughs> Should we start with the eh first and then get into the better ones? Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So you all know I am a Jonas Brothers stan. Justice for the Jonas Brothers, Lines, Vines, Trying Times. Um... They have a new song out with Carol G. We also stand Carol G. It's called X. I am. It's not. I don't. I, what are your thoughts? Well, I think it's cute and fun and fine, but I'm also like, if they had any Latin connection, I would probably go harder for it. But it feels very like pieced together. They're, they're wandering into territory that has nothing to do with them. Like, yeah. and it's. It's not appropriation, but it's like, God, this is awkward. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I don't just, I just don't really think the, that's their scene. And I know, of course, like Latin music is very popular in the US now, like more than ever, having a big wave again with everybody. But I don't know why they're dabbling. Yeah. It also just doesn't fit with what a man gotta do. Not at all. And, and the other song know, that came out, which is Five More Minutes. And None of them are like, there's no cohesion. No, and it's kind of it's kind of reminding me, and I don't want to say this because I know this is very disrespectful to you, but it's kind of reminding me of Maroon 5 and how, I mean, they kind of just did whatever. At, at a certain point, they just hopped onto whatever. It kind of feels a little like that. Where Yeah, I don't... It, mm, I don't know. I feel like two ways about it. I'm like, one, the sound isn't cohesive with... Like, I don't know where they're going with the next album, 
Yeah. And then the other part of it is that um, there's no summer tour that's going to happen. So I personally am like, okay, cool, great, new music, fun, but I can't go see you in concert. So this is depressing to me because last summer, I was at the bar at stage, this B stage by myself singing year 3000. I know how far we've come. You know, they had a point. They were ahead of their time and they said, uh, been to the year 3000. Not much has changed, but we lived underwater. Well, we're getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we stand, but I don't know where they're going with the new era. So just we'll felt see. very strange. Yeah. I like creative risks. I like choices, but I don't know that this was it. Yeah, I agree with that. I do love the album art though. Yes, I agree with that. But I just need a I need a cohesive moment from them because the last album was so cohesive, but Yeah. Anyway, speaking of um things, Katy Perry of things now this is a yep this is probably the big topic of as far as comebacks i'll use that loosely because she's been here all last year too but this is supposed to be the lead single from kp5 yeah the new single that's in bloom for this new era daisies groundbreaking daisies um well, all right. I don't hate it. No, me neither. And I don't hate the message of the song in theory, which is very like, you tried to tear me down sort of feeling and you could cover me in daisies. I'm, it's very like, I know you hated with the Witness era, but I'm still here. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, fine. Perfectly s- strong message. And I actually like the little reverb at the end of the, the chorus where she's like, daisies, daisies. Like, I like that noise. <laughs> that little like electronic noise but this is not strong enough to be a lead single by any means and she actually had a stronger one last year never really over is way stronger mm-hmm. so i'm a little confused and it also has never really over also has kind of the same message too it's just way more of a bop right i'm a little confused yeah it's fine it's fine I also think she really, really could have waited a little longer. She is pregnant. There is no rush to... That's what I thought, too. I was like, why don't you just not... Have the baby. Like, there's even a reason for you not to be active right now. But instead, we got the Orlando Bloom-directed footage of her her doing Someday I Will Understand outside. Hmm. Wow, her lead single is called Daisies, and her husband's name is Bloom, Orlando Bloom. Oh, she did that. But... Her mind. You know, one of the things that was unfortunate was just the deafening silence on social media. Like, nobody is saying anything about it. No. I feel like we're hitting that point, though, with new music. Yeah, fair. But I saw a lot more about a couple of the things we're about to talk about than Katie. Like, And I feel really bad because I I just felt like, as we've already said, like, to have been matching MJ's record, Teenage Dream, Unstoppable, can we do a deep dive into the teenage dream? We definitely need to. Also, we'll get that on the books along with everything else. Right. Um, teenage dream obviously like kind of embodies her, and this is another ten year coming up, so it'll be perfect. August twenty fourth. Really? Yeah. We can schedule that out. My summer will be a little bit less chaotic, I think. So we'll we'll do that. Get her on the books. Um. Also, EDM moment. Kaigo, another new track with. Ryan Tedder from One Republic. Oh, yeah. Lose Somebody. Now, when I first wrote these notes down, I was kind of like, eh. So I wrote meh 
in it. But uh, then I was listening to it more and I'm enjoying it a lot more. Um, yeah. And the, didn't he also like release a track list? Yeah, it is slowly coming out. But then someone on Twitter found the whole thing. Oh, okay. And it's coming out same day as Chromatica. So I'm very torn because my king is going to lose that battle. I feel like the monsters are going to trample over my prince, Kaigo, but it's fine. Uh, and then one that came out that I'm really excited about is Chloe and Hallie's Do It. Now, I don't know if you heard this one yet, but it's like a very like throwback R&B vibes. I am obsessed with this. Oh, I saw it God. because it was on YouTube trending. Yep. And then I opened Instagram and Beyonce Instagrammed about it. So I was like, oh. Yeah, exactly. So they're part of Parkwood Entertainment, Beyonce's brand. And they have been, I have to give it to Beyonce. Like they didn't just give up on the girls. Not that the girls ever like failed, but they're not having like a massive moment yet. They, they've never really charted huge at all, but they've been like doing this buildup in the background. And then, you know, eventually this popped and I feel like this might be their m- biggest moment yet. I mean, they got promo from Beyonce yes, on her def- Instagram. We all know <laughs> the elusive right. legend does not ever do this. And now Hallie is going to be in the upcoming Little Mermaid remake. She was the one cast as Ariel. Oh, She was uh, the one of the controversy because, because the racists were like, oh, she can't be black. Yes, right. that's her iconic so now i think this is cool for a number of reasons because first of all once you're under disney's eye you don't really this is not your moment to make more adult music but this is at the same time kind of their emancipation in my opinion this is their like most adult moment i'm like wow this is under disney's watchful eye right now so that's kind of cool that they went with it and then you realize that Beyonce was Lion King and now this the Little Mermaid moment so it's like this little empire this Parkwood Entertainment Beyonce Disney connections it's all kind of coming together this is a place for legends it really really is so and the um, video is just so cool looking it really is like the lights that one scene with the lights and all the the smoke in the back and the gold is just so and the outfits simple (sighs) minimalistic Looks fucking phenomenal. Totally. So get into that. Chloe and Holly. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Not baby. to be confused with I'll do it. But equally <laughs> <laughs> as iconic. Yes, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. So we have that. Oh, and do you know who produced it? No. Scott Storch. What? Yep. <laughs> really? The king is back. F-U-S-S. <laughs> That's a Legendina yeah, reference. Co-wrote, oh my God. Co-wrote and produced. What? I can't believe it. Uh, yeah. Scott so, Storch. Like, Paris collab is coming. Wow. Chloe X Halle X Paris. <laughs> I mean, good for him because yeah. the taste is still there. So For sure. Wow. I know. That's the craziest part, I feel. But yeah, so moving on, we also have one that we just discussed. Zoo and Tanache did one called Only. I'm obsessed with this because it reminds me of Tanache's Just Say with KDA, which is amazing dance song. And also her die a little bit. When she does dark electronic, it's always a win for me. So mm. 
this is pretty experimental. It kind of goes off in different directions, and uh, I think it fits the vibe of the times. It's very moody. A Tanache ride or die, so this is just the latest in her experimental left lane vibes. So I'm into that. And then the other thing that came out that was active on the social media was Miss Charlie XCX. She, her quarantine album that we have been discussing, How I'm Doing Now, is out. It's very eclectic, loud, sometimes grating, sometimes emotional. It's a lot of feelings, and I guess it just kind of sums up the quarantine. I was going to say, that sums up like every single day of my life lately. I mean, I have to give it up to her like to have made that album in probably like three weeks or however long she announced it is just insane. And it sounds like an album that was in the works forever. So um, it's just sometimes you got to be in the mood for it. It's definitely not right before bed. I'll have to look it up. You'll have to look it up. Anthems is like a really, I mean, some of them are like clearly for 2 a.m. Poppers O'Clock Gay Club, you know, like Meth Galatees. Meth Galatees. So it's like. Wasn't that this week too? I think it was last week, but oh, it might have been this week. Who can forget? That's because too a many whole other are... story of like gay Twitter drama. We, there could be a whole podcast dedicated to that shit. There could be 99 gays in a Hell's Kitchen apartment and <laughs> only one of them has Corona and then it's a problem. But anyway, yeah. we're canceling them all. But this is definitely that vibe uh, in a way. It's very like partying inside and irritating and frustrated and it captures the mood. It does. So she, you know, she's like, I just want to go out and party, which girl, same. So yeah. well, I'll have to look that one up. So you have to look, is it room, room, room? I'll look that one up. What's it called? <laughs> yeah. Very that. Um, and then, favorite of the Gen Z gays. So my recommendation for the week that I think is my favorite. That's the mood. Sophie Tucker, Gorgon City. The song is called House Arrest. Now I know we were talking about, we don't want songs that represent, you know, quarantine or whatever. And like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm kind of vibing with that whole thing now. And this one's dark. It's electronic. The beat is good. Obsessed. And it literally addresses the situation. Right. I'm kind of not mad about that either. I mean, I love the song. So, yeah, I'm... What else are you going to sing about at a certain point? So... Exactly. Um, I also wanted to shout out because the number one thing that I've been listening to for the past week is The Midnight, which we talked about Deep Blue last Mm -hmm. week i think Mm -hmm. then i jumped into all of their albums and i am obsessed i have been listening nonstop all week the album kids is so good it's like synthy dreamy 90s 80s inspired poppy vibey music it's just perfect for the moment that i'm in right now so i wanted to recommend that even though they're older albums but you know what what is time yeah. Time doesn't matter anymore. It's very just like summery, dreamy synth pop. Love it. Very into it. And um, we will have that on the Legends Only Weekly, which will be updated this week. So you can vibe with all of these songs. Now, I guess it's time to once again talk about the most important issue at hand. Mm-hmm. The finale the of this year. week's episode. We will discuss the instant influencer finale. Only one can become... An instant influencer. Spoiler alert. Do we... Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Agree. If you didn't watch it yet, turn away now and go watch it. Yeah. It's only 39 minutes yeah, on YouTube you have the time. for free. So 
the contestants were challenged with coming up with a viral capable trend that they had to create. Now they all flopped, in my opinion, on this challenge. In my opinion, more or less, yes. <laughs> yeah, they all flopped so hard. Bless Benny's heart, his sweet, sweet heart. Him having a concept ready to go and it just being Ariana's Dangerous Woman era is literally is too iconic. <laughs> He's like, I have a concept. It's just Dangerous Woman from Ariana Grande. <laughs> but you know what? It's we. Oh. We have to support. We found out that he's a Britney stan. He did a post on yes, Instagram. Yes, a legit one. Yeah, he like really, he he loves, loves, loves. So we love, oh, oh, the dog also. You know approved. what? <laughs> and I mean, he's a sweetheart. James was like, show us your, the real you. And so the interpretation of that was to pile on fluff onto his face. But it was a mess. It was a mess. And then we had Ashley who was doing like off-brand that was just half-baked. Yeah, it... Well, it lacked like the, why would I want to recreate it? Yeah. As beauty and makeup experts here. Well, um, yes, we we... definitely are. (laughs) (laughs) It just was like, whatever. But I do agree with the winner. I absolutely agree with the winner. Predestined from the start, in my opinion, because she kept winning. Um, so I'm very happy. We can say it because we said spoiler alert. But yeah, it's Ashley. Ashley. Ashley won. She got to do the outro video, which was for once not full of tears, uh, sad tears anyway, because she was happy. <laughs> he very mercifully did not make Kaylin and Benny do outro videos. And now she won the $50,000 in the video collab, which probably comes out next week and the home setup. Yeah. Now, I think all in all, oh, by the way, Norvina was serving serious Xtina for me this week. Like, Oh, she is she literally really, Lotus era Xtina. I live. And then we had Mario who invented Kim, as they kept saying. Like, oh, yeah. They're all like, she made, he made Kim. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he gave her like blue eyeshadow cool. once. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Uh, a makeup legend, nonetheless. And. Yeah, I so I I told you this. I think Miss James Charles has a recipe for a potential actual series on his hands. It needs fine tuning. It's a little um, hokey, obviously. The host himself is quite hokey. Uh, needs to speed down his speech. I think this is so doable for seasons to come, and the challenges make sense for what YouTube has turned into and. The process of doing the makeup has always been the reason I watch those videos because it's interesting and it's not different from when we watch them do things on Project Runway and those kinds of shows. So I feel like this has pickup potential. I agree a thousand percent. I'm going to give my creative feedback here because there are people who listen that I think could pass along this information and Mm -hmm. I'm fine giving it up because it's whatever and who cares. So I agree a thousand percent. I think this could be a longer series and the benefit that they have is that they're making it for YouTube. So you have no time constraints at all whatsoever. You don't have to adhere to commercials and squeezing your show into an hour time slot with like five commercial breaks. You could do whatever you want. They need they need an intro, a better intro for James, sort of like a Project Runway RuPaul song of some kind. Yeah, like RuPaul, every episode of Drag Race has that moment where he walks out and does like "May the Best Woman Win." James, they need to write a intro for James 
especially if he's going to be wearing these ridiculous finale outfits. We need Absolutely. to see them. I mean, they seem to have their tagline, like, blend, but don't blend in right. or whatever. It needs a better moment. Can... Yeah. And also the workroom in the beginning also needs a RuPaul-esque, like, knock on the door or, like, a sound or something. Hello, 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 sisters. Literally. Like, hi, sisters. Like, yeah, some totally. kind of... They need to have a, a better intro in the beginning and also for the judging portion. I agree. And um, it does need to slow down a little bit. Yeah, it's but other than that, it's there. Yeah. I will say, though, and I don't know if it's a generational thing. I know everyone says he talks fast, but I feel like the speed also works for the new generation. Not to sound ancient, but... It does. I feel like the kids do intake the information at a faster pace, so it kind of works, but they could still have a longer episode. I think they should because even the mini challenge of the apology video was so, so fast. It was like 30 seconds of them. Yeah. So I think they could expand that a lot. There's tons of challenges they haven't even done yet. I mean, you know, all of the challenges that they've done online of like using only one product for your whole face and all that kind of thing. It's like make your own palette challenge. Totally unlimited potential. We could definitely do season two ourselves. (laughs) I would join the production team of it a thousand percent i'm not even kidding i'll I'll put it out there right now if you want to hire me to come do it i'll do it yes except i am only signing on board if jacqueline hill is um next to norvina as a permanent judge and she has is something they could do too wait here's a challenge idea i just thought of it your makeup has hair in it (laughs) (laughs) that's not what i was gonna say but that is one too that is one for sure they could do sort of like how on drag race they do the group challenges where they all have to put together like a performance yeah but it's influential makeup muas that have all feuded with each other that are team leaders and get like two makeup artists and they all have to compete against each other and come up with like a palette or a campaign that's pretty cool so like your yeah, team jacqueline team jeffrey team manny they all have to be separated by like <laughs> Morphe stands. Right. <laughs> and they all have to compete. I totally feel that. All the jokes about James' personality and and how he cares and carries himself aside, I think this is actually the making of something. So kudos to them. And as you pointed out um to me, like it's getting the numbers of a hugely successful YouTube series. Like it's trended every time. The numbers it, are insane. And if you watch their uh, Social Blade numbers, Ashley gained 81K on YouTube uh, at least um, premiere day and now has over 300K subscribers, probably much more now. But the other benefit is all of them will grow so much from this because their whole job is being influencers. So it's an instant benefit to anybody who actually makes it. And the further you go, the more followers you're going to get and fame and whatever, which that's their goal. And it just kind of makes sense. It definitely. Also, it's it, very similar to the show that was on um, with Rebecca Romaine and uh, what was that one called? Oh, what was Not that the, called? It wasn't called The Face, was it? Face Off? No. Face Off? Maybe, maybe Face Off? But I know what you're saying. It was saying. a makeup show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They could do, I mean, it's been done. This is just in a different format. So. This is, and it clearly appeals to the people who are watching it. Like, this felt very. Us. Yes. And James's followers would definitely watch this. So, you know, the fact that it was only like, what, four episodes? Five, maybe? Four. Yeah, is like, oh, you could do so much more next time. And they could all do this socially distant, too. 
that's the other thing. This is a perfectly good format for a quarantine edition where you just do it at home and send in your videos. Yeah. Cause you're just painting on yourself. So yeah. Cause as we like said, runway survive in this environment. So mm-hmm. what a time, but yes, miss James Charles really did that with instant influencer. And I feel like a lot of people online are secretly watching. Cause I feel like, I've seen names of people I would not expect following the contestants. So yeah, we see you. We see you. It shows up. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. And I'm excited to see what Ashley does with it. And also just all of them because it's a big boost for them. So we shall see who she feuds with first. Oh my God. Oh, I know. Right. What's going to be the first thing she has to apologize for? It's going to be like Nikita Dragon gave me a side eye on the set. Uh And... Also, speaking of apologies, did you see Colleen Ballinger's? That was drama this week, too. That was. That was. Yes, she did she what she had to do, about though. 17 different things. Her video was the best of all apology videos. Absolutely. Because I think everyone understands that she is genuine before everybody else. Yeah. like, And she's like, this is I what think- I did. It was a fuck up. And I'm moving forward. And I'm like, thank yep. you. She just takes ownership, says it, takes responsibility for it and is like i'm moving on and she was also like the offensive video was taken down a long long time ago because we knew it was bad and horrible and it resurfaced and i'm still sorry but like we we did know it was wrong right away and we took it down but obviously it was on the internet once so it's there forever but Mm. it wasn't like it needed to be told that it was bad to her she already she already had it yeah 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 but Oh God! And let's talk and about all the, the teens right now on TikTok who are like mocking people with disabilities and like all this other stuff. Like that's worse, and that's happening now. So, um, anyway, I'll digress. Yeah, I was having a yeah. good day. <laughs> but anyway, I think YouTube is a uh, generally drama-free. Besides that little apology video this week, yeah. So we'll see what the girls do this week. We shall. So until then. Next week, my birthday, rain on me. We will be pulling out on our umbrellas and celebrating your birthday. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if we will be, but that's fine. Um, we're gonna we're gonna figure out. I haven't had time to put together my stream, so I pretty much I think I'm gonna cancel it. But well, if nothing else, we can just do league or something. Yeah, I could just sit on Twitch with like no music and just sit in my chair and drink or claw and just talk with people. There's always that could do that yeah see you then and we'll have to do it on saturday because i have to work friday all day and friday night so oh well tentatively scheduled saturday may 23rd everybody else is also celebrating their birthday in quarantine this year and probably even me in january but all right (laughs) and britney's probably gonna ruin your birthday some way (laughs) next year so get ready for that (laughs) oh god but until then until then We will see you next week. Next week. Soon. Bye. (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.